All right, wrestling fans, welcome back to GWR Gonzo's Wrestling Room. Uh, recording another episode for this Sunday. Drops at 9 a.m. in the morning. Uh, well, appreciate everybody that watched the last episode. That, I think that was our most watched uh, GWR episode so far. Cool. So, uh, we, pre- we appreciate that a lot. Uh, but joined by Tony Gonzalez, as always. How you doing tonight, Dad? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Uh, been a pretty good week of wrestling. I didn't get, I didn't, I haven't seen all of AEW yet. Seen bits and pieces. Of, I really enjoyed watching Monday Night Raw. I thought Raw was was uh well put together this week. I, I did too. Uh, so uh, where do you want to start at? We'll do we'll kind of start with that, and I wanted yep. to talk a little bit about MJ, MJF and some of that stuff. Yep. Yeah, I got some stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll start with Raw. I agree with you. I thought it was a real good episode. Uh, started off with Cody Rhodes coming out and dressing the Raw universe. You know, especially coming out of that pay-per-view, which we'll touch a little bit on the pay-per-view on the back end here. But, uh, you know, he's got that tour pack, and, and he, he, he wrestled anyway at the pay-per-view. He came out and addressed the uh, Raw Universe and was cutting a promo. And I thought it was real well put together. Uh, I don't even know if you call it a promo. He was just basically addressing, you know, the fans and how he felt, even kind of emotional. Uh, then Seth Rollins came out and, and – uh, uh, Shuck, you know, told Cody that, you know, that Dusty would be proud of him and shuck his hand and everything and pretty well drew the crowd in and went to the back. Well, then, uh, you know, Cody uh, basically ended it there and started to go to the back. And then here come uh, uh, Seth Rollins when his back was turned, almost going off the stage there, that uh, Seth Rollins attacked Cody with a sledgehammer. Uh, I thought it was a real good segment. Um, I, I really liked it. I, I thought uh, – I think they're doing great with Cody. I think it's sad that you know, he got hurt. I don't know what their plans are. Dur- during the promo, he addressed that he was going to try to be at Money in the Bank. I know he just had surgery, I think, yesterday. I don't see any way. I, I mean, I don't know. I guess the, if there's a way he can do it, they'll, they'll come up with it for him to win Money in the Bank. I think that was the original plan. I think uh, I think, I think somehow he's still going to win. I'm not, I haven't figured out how they're going to do it, but I, I really do. I, I told you that the other day. I, re- I really believe it. Somehow he's going to end up with that briefcase. They could do it. Or they could, they're either going to do that or if they think that's too risky or, or come up with a different plan, they may just wait for the, him in the Royal Rumble. But I definitely think he's uh, he's hot right now. I, you know, it really sucks for him because he's worked his butt off to get where, you know, where's that. And, but, you know, things happen, you know. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I thought it was a good segment. And then uh, the next segment, it had been panned pretty hard, but, I didn't have a problem with it. It was, it was Becky Lynch, and uh, she uh, was uh, – heck, I don't even remember who the match was going to be because the way it, the way it went. But here comes the 24-7 champion being chased. And so yeah. she ended up challenging Dana Brooke and won a shot at the 24-7 ch- uh, championship, which people were mad about. Well, why are you putting her in that? I think I think what they're trying to do is a story where she's having a down a – down, She's not, I don't think she's going to be in the championship picture right at the moment. So they need a story. And I think the story may be that she's going to have a downward spiral. She she went up against uh, Dana Brooke, and Dana Brooke got the pin with the help of Asuka distracting uh, mm-hmm. and helping out, uh, distracting Becky Lynch, and also I think held her foot even uh, for Dana yeah. Brooke to get the victory. So I think that's the way they're going, the direction they're going. Uh, so, well, I mean, I think people pan stuff too soon. Let's see what I happens. Didn't, I, didn't, I didn't think it was that bad. I don't know why. Yeah, give 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 things a chance. And the next uh, came out uh, was Riddle, and uh, he was on the Miz's show. That and, was funny. Uh, 
yeah, Riz, Riddle's outstanding. He's getting a good push right now. I think he's going to be featured a lot. Uh, he's getting a major push. Uh, he ended up uh, wrestling the Miz and defeating the Miz, and I thought it was a good segment. Uh, next was the Street Profits, who had a, uh, a match against the Usos. If they won the match, they got a title shot. Well, they ended up winning the match by countout, so they're going to get a future title shot. I don't know when that's going to be yet. It may be on uh, Friday Night SmackDown. It may be on next week, or it could end up being at Money to Bank. But uh, they're giving. Uh, they look like they're going. To, the profits are going to be the next to get a little bit of a push against the Usos. I don't see the Usos losing right now. I think they're too important to the to the story and and the bloodline and everything right now. So I, I can't see them losing. Yeah, uh, I agree. The next segment was a very interesting one. It's been talked about a lot. I think a lot of people didn't like it because they didn't see it coming. You know, all these smart people want to know, you know, well, I knew that was coming. I knew it was coming. Well, this segment here where uh, Finn Balor came out and joined the Judgment Day, I don't think that was a huge shock. I think some people thought that might happen. But what happened next, I know nobody expected that uh, Finn Balor and the rest of Judgment Day uh, turned on Edge and uh, beat the heck out of Edge and did a concerto on him and, and left Edge laying in the ring. Nobody's seen that come. I think that's why some people hated it because they didn't see it coming. I, I, I'd like the segment. I think they needed another baby face since Cody's going to be out. I think Edge. And then I've also heard some stories that reading here recently, the last couple of days, the Edge didn't like where they was going with the Judgment Day. They're wanting to go maybe a little bit more, uh, oh, how, what, what would you say? Uh, more in the lines of... Uh, Bray Wyatt, I'm not saying the brain of Bray Wyatt, but more of the mysterious stuff and, and stuff like that. And yeah. I don't, that's the direction he wanted to go. So if that's true, maybe he wanted out and they decided to go that way. Or I definitely think Edge being a baby face will, will help the company considering the situation. Uh, I like the segment. Didn't see it coming. I was shocked. And I don't think that's a bad thing. No, I, mean, I really enjoyed the segment. Uh, I wasn't expecting that at all. You know, uh, I was thinking, okay, this is a good move, putting Valor, or Valor in there in this group. And, you know what yeah. I mean? And, and I never thought that they was going to turn on edge. That was the last thing I thought. Uh, next we had, <clears throat> excuse me, next we had Ezekiel. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Ezekiel was out there, had a match with um, Otis. And he got the victory on Otis. And uh, then he challenged Kevin Owens. He wants another match. And uh, so uh, Kevin Owens is going to give him another match. And I like the segment. Kevin Owens is gold. I think the crowd's behind Ezekiel. I think that's one of the newer programs that they're uh, trying to build up some of the undercard. I think Ezekiel's uh, doing doing good. Uh, yeah, Kevin Owens told him that he had to admit <laughs> that he was Elias. Yep. <clears throat> So he admitted he was a liar. That he told that he told Kevin Owens he lied. <laughs> I just took a page out of your uh, playbook, Kevin Owens. You're a liar, so I, so I lied to you. So that was pretty good. And then the main event, which uh, I really liked, uh, it was a uh, four women's uh, title. Well, uh, four women's match for a shot at the title, <clears throat> Fatal Four Way. Featured Dewdrop, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, and Alexis Bliss. I really liked the match and. Uh, I wasn't shocked. I think, uh, you know, I, I thought they would go with Rhea Ripley with the victory, and she got the victory. But I thought it was a real solid match. I really enjoyed it. All four, four women were got their spots. I thought they were all performed real well. Uh, personally, I think 
they should push Ripley, and I think she should get the belt. If they want the Judgment Day to move up yeah. and be strong, I think that's the direction they should go. Uh, but I like that match. What did you, you think of that match? Oh, I liked it too. I, I think the same thing. I think they're going to have Ripley end up winning the belt uh, off, of Bill, off of Bill there, probably at that money in the bank. I think I like the pacing of Raw, the way it was put together. Uh, what a real, uh, I mean, none of the matches were bad, but it wasn't one of their strongest wrestling shows. But I think the stories they were telling were pretty good, and I thought the, the segments were good. I, I really liked Raw this week. Next up, we have NXT, and uh, they just came out of their uh, pay per view uh, this past Saturday, and which I thought was a pretty good pay per view. Uh, Open the show with uh, Solo Sokoa, and he's wanting his shot at the North American title, which Carmelo Hayes won uh, at the pay-per-view. And uh, he's out there talking to him, and uh, Solo got attacked by uh, uh, Waller and uh, and Hayes both and left him laying. And so I, that was pretty interesting and also plays into what the main event ended up happening, which we'll, we'll get into that when we get to the main event. But I thought it was a pretty good match. Next up uh, – had a real interesting match. I really enjoyed uh, one of the country boys, Briggs, took on Von Wagner. I was really kind of shocked that they've been pushing Von Wagner, but they give Briggs the victory. Uh, I like Briggs a lot. I think he's a big dude. I think he moves well. I think he's a really good wrestler. I think it's somebody that I think could get pushed in in the future. I, I really like him, which I liked him when he uh, was on the independent scene. Uh, he wrestled a lot uh, with Theory. Came from the same uh, same company and stuff, so uh, I liked Briggs a lot. I thought that was a real strong match. Uh, next matchup, we had an upset. Nathan Frazier, who come over from the UK, uh, NXT UK, uh, been performing really well. He had a match against Santos Escobar and got the win over Escobar because uh, Escobar and his crew had to join in with uh, the Italian crew, the, the kind of mob crew, and uh, uh, they were trying to distract uh, uh, Frazier and end up distracting Escobar and uh, Escobar ended up getting beat. So I thought that was interesting. And it's going to keep that feud going. Uh, next, we have Braun Breaker coming out and saying that uh, he won his match at the pay-per-view and he's uh, ready for his next challenge. And to the shock of many, nobody's seen this coming. Apollo Crews came back to NXT and said that he'd be around and, and going to work his way up and he wants to challenge Braun Breaker. And he didn't have an accent or anything. Uh, he was his normal self. Crowd went crazy for him. And uh, I heard that he's actually been, his name's down on the NXT roster. It's not, uh, I don't think it's on the Raw roster. So maybe it's a permanent move. I don't know. Uh, next up, we had the women's breakout tournament uh, final match. And it was Roxanne Perez against Tiffany Stratton. Uh, Roxanne, Roxanne Perez is going to be a big star. Uh, she's young. I think they see a lot in her. Uh, they're pushing her fast. Uh, and Tiffany Stratton is one that uh, four or five months ago, uh, she was a she was a gymnast and stuff. She came in. She looked okay, but she has been working her butt off. She's looking fantastic. And But Roxanne Perez got the victory over uh, Stratton. It was a real, real strong match. And then in the main event, was a really good, really, really, really strong match. Had Solo Sokoa and Apollo Crews against Grayson Waller and Carmelo Hayes. Uh, Sokoa and Cruz got the victory, but it was a really, really good match. Uh, w one of the better matches of the week that I've seen. Uh, it was really strong, a lot of fun. It was really good. Uh, NXT was good this week. A pretty good show. And then we'll go to AEW. 
AEW's been going through quite a bit lately with CM Punk getting hurt and something they didn't expect. So uh, they come up with the idea of a, a, a kind of a four-person tournament, two wrestling in Japan and two people. Uh, well, first they opened with a casino battle royal. They opened up the show, and the winner of that got to wrestle their number one contender, which they deemed was uh, John Moxley. And at the end of the night, on Wednesday night, they got to wrestle him. And if they won, then they'll go at the next pay-per-view against the winner of the Japan to see who the new champion for AEW is going to be. A uh, little bit of a surprise. Kyle O'Reilly got the victory. Uh, I mean, O'Reilly's a really good wrestler. They didn't feature a lot of the uh, big-name wrestlers. You know, a lot of the big-name wrestlers. got the victory in what? The Battle Royal or the uh... – In the Battle okay. Royal. Okay. He got the victory in the Battle Royal and went on to wrestle uh, Moxley in the main event. I'll cover that here in just a minute. Uh, but uh, – it, it was a uh, battle royal was okay. Uh, it was so so. Uh, O'Reilly's a great wrestler, so I'm never going to argue that. But they didn't put a lot of their big. Na- Wardlow wasn't in it, and uh, we'll get into that. The promo Wardlow that Wardlow cut was didn't make any sense, but it kind of uh, made, in my opinion, made the casino battle royal look worthless. But uh, we'll get to that. Next matchup was a really strong match. It was Pack against Buddy Matthews. Uh, it was a tournament match. They're having another belt, and they're adding. It was. It's going to be called the All Atlantic Championship. So I think they're trying to make it like their Intercontinental Championship. What they're trying to do, and uh, it's a qualifier. This was a match to move to the next round, and uh, uh, Pack defeated Buddy Matthews. It was a strong. It was a good match. It was. It was a strong match because both those guys can go. Uh, then we had Hangman Page taking on uh, David Finley. Uh, David Finley is, uh, you probably remember Fit Finley, mm-hmm. you know, that's his son. And, uh, <clears throat> it was a good, it was a pretty good match. A lot of people don't know who Finley is. He wrestled most of the time. He's been in impact some, but mostly in Japan where he's wrestled most of, most of his matches. It, it was a decent match. And then a, a big thing for the, for the internet fans, uh, after that match, Will Ospreay, I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Uh, he's really big in Japan. He's from Australia. He's a big name in Japan. Really good wrestler. I mean, he, he's he's as good as uh, probably as good as Omega, uh, uh, Seth Rollins, that type of guy. He can go, but a lot of people just don't know him. A lot of the crowd in Chicago, I don't think knew who he was. Of course, the internet internet fans went crazy. But uh, Osprey came out with uh, he's got a faction, and they came out and, uh, and uh, attacked a little bit. It was an okay segment. I, and then from there, we had uh, <clears throat> Thunder Rosa defending her women's title against uh, Maria Shafar. Uh, Shafar has basically been on T- a- AEW TV on, uh, twice on the you know regular TV. She's on the dark stuff. She goes undefeated on the dark stuff. She's got a 17-1 record. She's wrestled on AEW twice and got beat both times. So I, I don't understand that. Uh, then we come to the Wardlow promo, where he didn't want to be in the, in the battle royal. He didn't want to be an interim champion because that was a joke of a championship. He wants the real thing. He'll wait for CM Punk to come back, and he wants to be CM Punk. Now, does that promo make any sense to you? No. That, 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 your, that your interim thing was a joke? Yeah. Uh, it didn't make no sense. That don't make any sense to me. I, some people may have liked it, but I, I, I didn't care for it. And uh, I think really the la- last two weeks since the pay-per-view, I think what they've done with Warlows fell flat. So hopefully they'll get stronger with that because I thought he had a lot of momentum coming 
seems to be dying down to me. Then we had Moxley and O'Reilly in the main event. Both them guys can go. Uh, really, really good match. Moxley got the victory, which I don't think it was any shock. You know that. You know it, it was weird because they made Moxley the number one contender, but if you look at the rankings, the rankings is a joke. They, you know who the number one contender is? Wardlow. He wasn't even the thing. But the other thing about that is, Chris, that Wardlow was the number one contender. Wardlow was the number one contender, but never had a match. None of his matches supposedly counted in AEW because he wasn't in the contract with AEW. He was under contract with MGF. So how could he be a number one contender? He didn't sign, he didn't sign his contract. So after he beat MJF. So the story didn't make any sense. show was pretty decent. I mean, it was a decent show. I like the pacing of the show. Uh, it, it was decent. My show of the week this week out of those three shows was uh, Monday Night Raw. Uh, I, I really liked Raw a lot. Not that they, either one of them three shows were bad, but I, I just preferred Raw. I liked the way that it was set up. I liked the. I just thought it was a good show. I thought it was entertaining. They had Moxley beat O'Reilly, right? Yep. How much sense does that make? Because to me, you're already t you're already telling everybody who the interim champion is going to be. Because you're going to have Moxley going against somebody from Japan that most of your crowd might not know. So, to me, it's, it's too predictable. I, it's like you already know Moxley's going to be the interim champ. So it's kind of, I don't understand. I don't understand it. Yeah, I mean, that, they could pull the trigger and let the guy from Japan have it, but I don't see. <clears throat> what, what, what good does that do do you? I mean, because a lot of your fan base isn't going to know who he is. This their this their main their mainstream guys, their mainstream fans, but. Uh, you know, casual fans and and some other and some not casual fans. There's some people watch AEW just because because they don't like WWE. But there's some of them that don't know anything about Japan. I know a little bit about New Japan. I, I'm going to watch the pay per view uh, Forbidden Door because I think it'll be a really really entertaining pay per view because there's going to be a lot of good wrestling matches on it. Just yeah, yeah, no, I'll watch. I'm just, it just you know what I mean. To me, that didn't make a lot of sense though. No, I honestly, Chris. They're still talking about Punk's going to be out 12 weeks. Why have it? Why Why does the ground a new champion and, and be done with it? And then when he comes back, let him build his way back up and get the belt. Yeah. Tony Khan didn't want to do that. CM Punk said that Tony Khan would not hear of it. He, that he wanted him to still be the champion, and then he'll wrestle the interim as soon as he comes back. It's going to make... I mean, I think the pay-per-view will be decent because you said there's a lot of good wrestlers on it, but I just don't the story the storyline just don't match up to me. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, this this pay-per-view is not going to be a big storyline pay-per-view, and it, it's going to be just about matches. A lot of a lot of people is going to be like these fantasy matches, you know, like the internet crowd. But I think it'll be a strong wrestling pay-per-view, and I, I'm not against something, doing something different. I mean, that that's something that they're offering that some WWE. Yeah. So I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't know if it's going to draw in a bunch of new fans, but, you know, I guess give it a shot and see how it works. Uh, I'm sure it'd be entertaining. I think what it drew, I don't know. I just think it drew, the casual fan, well, I don't know either. That ain't, I don't know. I just, I think I would rather have O'Reilly because he's a young, up-and-coming younger guy or Cole, somebody like that, in that <laughs> instead of Moxley. Well, Cole's hurt right now. Okay, so, well, yeah, that's true. Cole's banged up. Daniel Bryan's banged up. Or Brian Daniels, excuse me. He's banged up. 
they've they had a lot of injuries. That, that, that's true. Their injury bug has hurt them too. So, uh, uh, okay, the next thing I want to talk about real quick was uh, Cody Rhodes. Uh, I want to allude to him back, go back to that. What he did this past uh, last weekend, uh, wrestling without touring pack was unbelievable. Dude showed incredible heart. I mean, uh, a lot of people probably wouldn't have done it. Uh, I've heard a lot of doctors talk about that he could not have injured himself anymore. Some people try to drag WWE. Well, that's terrible. They let him wrestle that way, and he could have permanently hurt himself. They said that there was no way he could have really damaged himself anymore. The match was well put together. He couldn't have been in the ring with a better guy than, you know, understood the circumstances. They put on a fantastic – both guys, not just Cody Rhodes. Seth Rollins, both did an incredible job. Uh, it's going to be up for match of the year con- uh, uh, candidate. And it wasn't because it was extremely violent. It was because the match was put together very well and told a fantastic story. And that's what it should be. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can't imagine how good the match. I'm sure some of those elements will still been in there, like bringing out the bull rope uh, and, because you know, a tribute to Dusty Rhodes, you know, back the way because he used it so much. Uh, I think that still would have been in there. But I think you would have seen a lot of bigger moves maybe a little bit more violence, but under the circumstances, they couldn't take those chances. But but the but the match was incredible. I mean, it was really good. And, and Cody and, and uh, the people that helped put that match together, which I'm sure Cody and Seth had a lot to do with that, and probably some of the producers deserve a lot of credit for being able to put it together such a good match under the circumstances. And, and overall, the show was a real, good, real strong show, too. Uh, I thought it was a real good show. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I enjoyed Hell in a Cell. I thought I thought it was a good, a real good show. Uh, and I agree with everything you said about Cody. I, I mean, when he took his jacket off, yep. you, the crowd just like, oh, it just got quiet. It was, it yep, was crazy. Right. And it was that way for four or five minutes. I mean, they didn't know what to do. And, and then every time he took a punch or, or you know, took a punch there or something, they didn't know what to do. They didn't know how to react. It felt bad for him. And then Seth Rollins coming out in the polka dots was all was awesome. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was. Then he got the, they got that belt out. I mean, it was. I mean, it was, it was just it was cool. It, it was set up. It was set up almost perfectly. I I really enjoyed it. But for and Seth Rollins needs to get get his credit too because he done a hell of a job making sure keeping him safe and uh, and making sure that he wasn't gonna get injured more. Well, Seth Rollins don't get enough credit, Chris. He's one of the best in the world. Yeah. His name should be up there as one of the oh, guys. He's, the he's a great heel. Oh, my goodness, he's a great heel. Yep. Yep. Oh, no doubt. And then the next one, talk a little bit about the CM Punk injury. It sucks for him, too. He gets the belt. And then uh, there's been a couple different reports that he got hurt during that match on Wednesday night after the pay-per-view during the three-man. There was even some, uh, even a guy from Wrestling Inc., one of the uh, – uh, sites I go to a lot, and I trust. It's a pretty good site, and they they uh, investigate stuff quite a bit before they put it out there. But the the guy that runs it, he watched the, the Wednesday night show and said he watched Punk come out, was walking normal, jumped into the crowd, and then when he come back out of the crowd, he was limping. He thinks Punk hurt himself then. Yeah. I, I don't know. Of course, they're not going to say that if he did. And say no. he up during the match, but uh, uh, it sucks for Punk. I mean, I a lot of people are going back and forth who should be champion. You know, they shouldn't have taken it off Hangman. I don't think Hangman moved the needle like they wanted it to. Wanted him to. Uh, I don't think it's necessarily his fault. I, I I think it's made more that they're 
to I don't think as long as they go way to booking the shows and, and not making it more fan friendly for the uh, casual fans, I don't think they're going to grow. They've got their 900,000, 800 to a million. And uh, I don't think it's going to ever grow to a million, four, a million, five, unless they catch lightning in the bottle. I thought Wardlow might be, Punk might have been, you know, having that name that there's people out there that's not wrestling fans know who CM Punk is. Yep. And that might have helped. I don't know. It just kind of, it, you know, it, you know, they're kind of caught like the WWE was. You know, you have plans. If if booking's done right, you're supposed to have your. And Bully Ray always said WWE book backwards. You know, well, you're, you're supposed to book backwards. You're supposed to book six months from now. Back is how you're supposed to. Do. He said WWE don't do that much. But the proper way, you should have a plan. WWE, they say Vince McMahon, he, hell, he'll tear up a script hour before the show <laughs> and then okay we're changing everything but uh i'm sure it messed up their plans there and aw and, and it's sex with punk uh but i don't think i think punk's name and his storytelling ability could help the company is in-ring work is not what it was not that it's horrible um, but, but he's yeah. definitely he's definitely lost a step compared to what it was no doubt and I don't think you can say that like Edge. I don't think Edge lost a step. I don't either. But uh, them are the main two things. I know you said you want to talk a little bit about MJF. Yeah, uh, what what do you think about that promo? I thought the MJF promo was fantastic. I, I really liked it. I thought it had a really great intensity. Um, had a lot of fans wondering hey, if it was real. Of course it wasn't real. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he don't feel that way. To a lot of degree. I mean, there's some devil truth in that, but there's no way they're going to let them sell those things. They could pull the plug anytime they wanted. Uh, and now they're trying to, uh, they've had uh, TNT and the company come out and remove, said they demanded that he be removed from all the uh, commercials. And the, it's just part of the storyline. There's, there's rumors that he's still out in LA and he's uh, pursuing some acting stuff. So maybe. He's going to be busy for a while, and and his name's not going to be mentioned for a while, which I don't know if that's a good thing because I think, you know, his name was really hot. See, if, if you're going to do that, you shouldn't even have him come out and talk. You took him out on a stretcher. Just, yeah. if you, you know what I mean? Yeah, there were some things there that, yeah. I mean, yeah, you should have, yeah. He's going to be gone for a couple months. You shouldn't have brought him back because you already took him out on a stretcher. He's injured, and then you should. Then he should have come back and cut that promo. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Did the timing of it and everything. It was a fantastic promo, though. I mean, it was really good. Yeah, uh, I, I I like the promo a lot. I I think uh, is he a super great wrestler? No, is he average? Yeah, I think he's even a little above average. I think when he first started, I think he was maybe average or below. But he has gotten better. And but but the thing of it is, he knows how to work a crowd. He knows how to make a crowd feel something, good or bad. And I, I think, though, at least coming out of that promo, they was going to have to go with him as a good guy. Now, maybe yeah. that's what they took him off, because they don't want to be a good guy. Maybe I, I heard Mark Henry said that wasn't the original plan. So, yeah. you know, so I don't know. So yeah, maybe, I'm interested to see where they go from here because of that. You know what I mean? That's going to have to probably change your plans. Now, another interesting thing that Mark Henry said today, 
he claims he has no knowledge, but I think he does. He d- claims that the, that he believes the uh, rampage, the Friday night show, is going to go from an hour to two hours. But and I, 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 I'm not saying that's a bad move, but to come on at ten o'clock now, you're going to go from ten to midnight. I still don't think you on a Friday night that's a good time. Uh, and are you going to are you going to start the show at nine and go nine to eleven and go he- an hour head to head with SmackDown? I don't think that's a good move. Yeah. You'd be better off to go for 10 to 12, I, I would say. I think that's terrible timing, too. I think they'd be better off to go go on the old Saturday nights from 6 to 8 like it was back in the day. Maybe, yeah, I mean, I could see that, too. I think it'd be a better move. I think people would watch it on Saturday, watch it from 6 to 8, and then you still got plenty of time to go out on Saturday nights. That's true. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that, see how that goes. Uh, that's pretty much all I had. Is there anything else? Uh, well, we got a big independent wrestling show. Well, that'll be tomorrow. So by the time you guys see this, it'll be over. But uh, go to our, it's AACW. Uh, they put on some good old school wrestling. Go check them out. Uh, you can check if you hear about it on this video. Go to our Facebook page, YouTube page. You'll be able to find it. We're going to be streaming it live. Uh, should be a great show. Uh, we have a big interview Sunday evening. So the evening that this comes out, uh, we have Rachel Armstrong, uh, women's pro wrestler, uh, been in the business for a little over a year, has a lot of talent. Uh, should should be a good, uh, real good interview. I'm looking forward to that. Oh, definitely. Uh, we have well, we have wrestling the next three weekends. So I mean, uh, you'll be seeing a lot of wrestling content coming out of the GSR uh, ch- channels. Uh, we've been doing well three live. Three events that were live streaming. Got one interview scheduled right now. Working on some others. So uh, make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all at Gonzo Sports Room. Uh, that way you, you don't miss any of the any of the content that's coming out. Yeah, next Saturday, uh, people, it's a free show. It's uh, the Juneteenth Festival at McCullough Park. The festival runs 3 to 9. If I remember correctly, the free, they have free food from 3 to 5. I'm not exactly sure... Uh, when what time the wrestling show is going to be yet? Uh, hopefully have hopefully we'll have more information. You know Monday or Tuesday or soon, uh, maybe even this weekend or something. But hopefully we'll have the exact time that, that show is going to be here. again. Absolutely 100% free. Bring your bring your lawn chairs uh, and watch a fantastic wrestling show. The show last year was awesome. The festival's awesome festival. Go uh, learn a lot about Juneteenth. Have a lot of uh, educational stuff. Have a lot of games. Have entertainment. Uh, like I said, three free food white last i think if i remember again you can go to they got a they've got a uh, facebook page juneteenth you could look up uh monthly juneteenth and uh get more information but i believe the food's from three to five yeah, there's a, there's also a flyer on our on our uh, social media pages as well but yeah that's uh, that's going to be a, an awesome event so definitely uh even if you're not a wrestling fan go check out the Go to, you know, go check out the festival stuff. So, uh, and I'll share that flyer again, so it'll be up there at the top. But yeah, it's on it's on our Facebook page as well. Uh, but uh, I think that's about it for today. We'll uh, we'll see you guys uh, next next Sunday again. Don't don't forget we're live tomorrow night, Kokomo, Indiana, seven p.m. Eastern. If you can't make it to Kokomo, come join us on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch at Gonzo Sports Room. Big interview on Sunday. Then we'll be back to our normal weekly schedule on Monday with Easy Money, a sports betting show at uh, 3 p.m. Eastern and GSR Gonzo Sports Room at 11 p.m. Eastern. Uh, 
Uh, follow us on social media. Please hit the like and subscribe buttons on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Rate and review the podcast. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, everybody have, an, uh, have a great day, and we will talk to you guys later.